sugarcoat shit. <laughs> this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Fellas, didn't get what you were hoping for from Santa Claus this year? Looking to add a little spice to things in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about an adventurous new adult toy or movie? Well, then we have an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to toysforpleasure.vegas and, for a limited time, you'll get 20% off store-wide and we'll even throw in free shipping for any order above $100. And no, we're not teasing. So check out toysforpleasure.vegas today and use special offer code BABE69 upon checkout and make sure all your adult fantasies come true with toysforpleasure.vegas today. Remember, use offer code BABE69, that's B-A-B-E-6-9, to receive a 20% discount on your entire order, and gift the gift that Santa forgot to give this year. Warning! The content you're about to hear contains spoilers, so if you have not watched the show, movie, or read the book in question, turn off your radio now, because there are spoilers. Spoilers ahead! Warning! Warning! Danger Will Robinson! Spoilers ahead! Don't say you haven't been warned. Hello, 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 and welcome back, Renegade Nation. It's me again, Naughty Nicole, and it's time for another Renegade Review. And actually, I know it's going to seem a little weird because I just posted one episode, but I still had some more fall TV fun to share with you. So, as I said, I had a little treat for you. Today, you get a double dose, babe. So we're going to jump right back in where we left off talking about the new fall season for 2017. And we left off talking in October. And our next episode is going to be a show called Mindhunter, which is going to be on Netflix, premiering October 13th. Now, if you read the book Mindhunter inside the FBI's elite serial crime unit, you'll probably have a lot to say about this one because this show is based directly on that book. The Netflix original looks set to give you the crime fix that you've been needing this year. Now, Mindhunter sounds an awful lot like Minority Report, except instead of taking place in a fictionalized future, This story, well, it actually happened in the not-too-distant past. This story is going to be set in 1979, so oh my god, please let them have some cool freaking music, right? It follows the story of two FBI agents who interview a series of serial killers in hopes of helping hone their profiling skills. Jonathan Groff will play Special Agent Holden Ford. Seriously, somebody's been reading Catcher in the Rye, right? And Holt McClanley is his partner, Bill Trench, who work to upend accepted ways of thought in terms of how serial killers become who they are and do what they do. Throw in a dose of David Fincher, who's directing three episodes, and Netflix is hoping to have another House of Cards-sized hits on its hands. And it doesn't even need Tom Cruise to get there. Their motto is... 
You have to think like a killer to catch a killer. And I can tell you this, the first trailer makes it look like a cross between Hannibal and a true crime documentary. So sign me up. All right, moving on. Lore. And I know you're going to love this one. Lore is going to premiere on Amazon on October the 13th. And one of the hottest new trends in TV is, guess what? Podcasts. With a TV version of Homecoming in the works, also on Amazon, Alex Inc. on the on the horizon at ABC, and the upcoming set of Two Dope Queens specials set for next year at HBO, plenty of stories and shows from the podcast world are making the jump. But with lore, TV is looking to add a little visual, genre-mixed spookiness to go along with a few familiar skin-crawling stories. As Aaron Mackey's podcast anthology series comes to life in six installments, this could be an under-the-radar pre-Halloween hit. And I, for one, love scary stories and I'm looking forward to it. I've actually been a listener to the podcast for a while. All right, let's move over and across the pond and talk about Queers, which will premiere on BBC America October the 14th. This is a series of eight short films from eight very different writers that have been curated and directed by Mark Gaddis. And he did this to observe the 50th anniversary of the Sexual Offenses Act, which partially decriminalized homosexual acts between men in the UK. Each of the films will examine the life of various British gay men in poignant, hilarious, tragic, and riotous ways. Besides the fact that almost anything with Ben Winshaw and Russell Tovey has my vote, Gaddis has earned a grand reputation for his storytelling through Doctor Who and Sherlock, which, you know, Sherlock is essentially three feature-length films each season. Although three of the writers, including Gaddis, are seasoned TV writing veterans, five of them are newcomers, which I loved! Fresh voices that are going to be welcome on a topic that still needs to be discussed today. And I know some of you guys out there are thinking, no, it's not for me. Give it a shot. I promise you, I love watching Doctor Who and I live for the episodes written by Mark Gaddis. So let me tell you, you need to watch it. If not just one, make sure it's not for you before you write it off, okay? All right, let's continue on our journey. Let's talk about a new show that's going to come on Showtime called White Famous, premiering on October the 15th. And this is going to be loosely based on Jamie Foxx's experience as a comedian which develop, who develops a huge mainstream following. White Famous is going to star Jay Farrow as a rising comic who is slowly becoming what they term white famous. The show the latest Hollywood comedy to come from Showtime, will guest star Megan Good, Jack Davenport, Kendrick Sampson, Lyndon Smith, and Natalie Zia. Though issues of identity and race are intrinsic to the show, White Famous is, more than anything, a comedy about the madness that comes with making it in Hollywood. And I think it's going to be fabulous. White Famous is not timid, and the show is not going to shy away from difficult topics, and I think these are things that we should be talking about. All right, our next one is called Alias Grace, 
which will premiere on Netflix in November on the 3rd. This would be the second high-profile Margaret Atwood adaptation this year, and it's quite different from the one that you know, The Handmaid's Tale. Instead, this period drama investigates the events surrounding a pair of notorious 1800s murders that rocked Canada. Appropriately enough, it's being made by Canadian women, specifically indie favorite Sarah Poli, who both wrote and produced, and Mary Heron, who's directing. Selected to premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival later this, this month, prior to its premiere on CBC, audiences outside Canada will have to wait a little longer to experience what could be some truly extraordinary drama. Now, if you love The Handmaid's Tale and you love Mag- Margaret Atwood, this is a must-see for you because Netflix, they are starting to become the go-to for prime TV watching. All right, so let's go back to Showtime and let's talk about Smilf. <laughs> Premiering on Showtime November the 5th. Can the one true law of sem- cinema that any movie set in Boston is better, well, than any movie that's not set in Boston? Apply to television? Well, if that's the case, then Smilf is bound to be a breakout series of the fall. Set in the breeding ground for Boston bank robbers, commonly known as Southie, the new half-hour comedy follows Bridget, a single 20-something mother who just wants to have a normal relationship, exciting sex, and a great career. Don't we all? (laughs) Helping her along is Tutu, Bridget's independent-minded mother, played by Rosie O'Donnell. This is adapted from her Sundance Film Festival jury award-winning short film. Shaw is the writer, producer, director, and star of the semi-autobiographical original series, which stands to answer the question once and for all, can TV do everything film can do but better? (laughs) All right, let's move on. Since we talked about Margaret Atwood and The Handmaid's Tale, let's talk about Hulu. They are going to offer up a program called Future Man on November the 14th, and it's going to star Josh Hutcherson. He's going to play a janitor whose gamer skills wind up coming, well, in handy as time travelers recruit him to help save humanity. And Seth Rogen's involved, so you know it's going to be fucking hilarious. Future Man is inspired by almost every science fiction movie and TV show from the past 35 years, particularly Quantum Leap, The Last Starfighter, Terminator 2, and Back to the Future. Unlike most of Hulu's shows, all 13 episodes of Future Man, they're going to premiere all at once, so you can now binge watch the entire thing on November the 14th. And I suggest giving it a take because we all know Seth Rogen is funny as hell. And I'm I'm going to give it to Josh Hutcherson every now and again. He's pretty funny too, so let's give it a shot. All right, let's go back to Marvel, and we're still sticking with Hulu. Marvel's Runaways, premiering on Hulu November the 21st. It's based on the comic book series created by Brian K. Vaughn for Marvel. Runaways pushes the MCU into more young adult territory as the show revolves around six teenagers who discover that their parents are secretly, well, supervillains. Marvel head of television Jeff Loeb told critics at the Television Critics Association press tour 
they will be largely unconnected to the other Marvel properties, and thus the OC and Gossip Girl producers Schwartz and Savage may be the perfect showrunners for the job, bringing their unique voices to one of Marvel's more character-oriented series. And I, for one, I love my Marvel. You know I do. I'm going to give this one a shot. I'm not so much on the character-focused ones, but... This one sounds just a little bit unique, and I think we're going to have to check it out. All right, now I'm not much of a Western person, but this one caught my eye, and I have to share it with you, my peeps. We're talking about Godless, which is going to premiere on Netflix November the 22nd. This is a classic Western based around romance, revenge, and a man named Roy Good. The seven-part limited series created by Scott Frank, you might remember him from Logan or A Walk Around the to- Among the Tombstones, and Steven Soderbergh, features an enticing cast for its very simple premise. After Roy, who's portrayed by Jack O'Connell, betrays his gang of outlaws, he goes on the run and ends up in an old, worn-down mining town in New Mexico that's run mainly by women. Roy finds a hideout with Alice Fletcher, portrayed by Michelle Dockery, a widower and outcast herself who calls La Belle her home. But it doesn't take long for Roy's old posse to track him down, leading to a climactic shootout between Frank Griffins, which is Jeff Daniels, you know anything that's got Jeff Daniels and it's going to be awesome, criminals and the good folk looking to defend their town and, well, good in general. And, like I said, I'm not much of a Western person, but even I am looking forward to this one. And let's continue with some more Netflix with She Gotta Have It, premiering on Netflix November the 23rd. As noted before, there's an inescapable recent theme of legendary filmmakers dipping into the world of TV to tell a longer, episodic story. Few of them, though, have taken that opportunity to revisit and expand one of their earlier works. But with this Netflix series, Spike Lee looks to re-reimagine his 1986 film feature film for a 2017 audience, preserving the same premise of a young Brooklynite and the three men vying for her affection. We've already had our first fleeting glimpse, and if the rest of it lives up to its spiritual predecessor, we're in for one very happy Thanksgiving. All right. Let's end November the right way with a show called Happy, which will premiere on the Sci-Fi Channel November 29th. Patton Oswalt, who I absolutely adore, is the voice of an imaginary blue-winged horse, and Christopher Maloney, that's right, Christopher Maloney, as a corrupt ex-cop turned hitman, is probably all that you're going to need to know about Happy to dive into it. Because already, seriously, I have an imaginary blue-winged horse and Christopher Maloney. I mean, what else could be better? It's based on a graphic novel by Grant Morrison and Derek Robertson. This quirky show follows Nick Sachs, which is Maloney, whose life of casual murder and soulless sex and betrayal is upended when the tiny, positive imaginary Happy invades his life. All right, I have a few more, and then we're going to call it quits. So, just when you thought you had enough super-powered individuals, well, Marvel's Inhumans appears amongst the horizon, 
Originally slated to be a movie, Fox is now developing it as a TV show for 2017. Although there's still rumors that we might still get a movie, but that hasn't really come to fruition. But either way, Inhumans will explore the life of the Black Bolt. Real name, Blackagar Boltagon. Seriously, could they have been more lame with that name? Anyways, he's a fellow who keeps his mouth shut most of the time, as he can bring down the most formidable foes with one whisper of his super-powered voice. Is anybody else thinking that might be Richie? I'm pretty sure that's Richie. Yeah, I think it is. We don't know much about the storyline, but the trailers have pretty much given us mixed emotions, and the fans are not quite too sure on this one, so I'm going to leave it out there for you guys. You guys tell me what you think. Alright, so let's talk about American Horror Story. And I know, I know, it premiered on September the 5th, but we have to bring it up. And I've been having problems with my stupid microphone. So, let's talk American Horror Story. Now, there's few series quite as variable in the quality as American Horror Story. But there's been enough genuine brilliance over the past few seasons that you can really stay excited for this beautiful episodic slice of nastiness from that incredible ensemble cast. So the theme of season seven, well, we know what it's going to be. It's going to be cult. Yeah, and we're not quite sure what's going on with it. What else is new with American Horror Story, right? Um, We're going to revisit the history of some of the characters from season four, Freak Show. You know, both Hotel and Roanoke threw in characters from the other seasons, so it just makes sense to interweave that dark web further onto where we are. But we never know what's going to come up, but all we can say is it's going to be interesting. All I'm going to say is what the fuck is with all the clowns. We got it coming out. We've got this with the stupid fucking clowns. I'm just saying what's up with the clowns. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Seth MacFarlane, because I love him. I do love him. Seth, if you hear this, I love you, man. And let's talk The Orville, Season 1. Now, it should be premiering this Sunday, September the 10th, but we never know. You know, Fox likes to change shit. So, fans of Galaxy Quest, well, you definitely need to check out this new comedy sci-fi series from Family Guy's Seth MacFarlane. The Orville is basically a spoof of Star Trek, with McFarlane taking on the lead role of Captain Ed Mercer. Eager to prove himself when he's given command of a ship, Mercer tries his best to work some Kirk-like magic, but never quite manages it. (laughs) And it doesn't help that his first officer, Kelly Grayson, is also his (laughs) ex-wife. I will tell you, the trailer had me laughing, so I promise you, if it's anything like Family Guy is going to be good, and we're going to laugh our asses off. And you just think of where it's coming from. So I'm in. You should be there, too. We'll meet in the middle. All right, so let's talk about The Crossing. This has got no release date. It's just going to be sometime in fall. ABC is the channel. Given the current political climate, it's perhaps unsurprising that there's a new TV show on its way about asylum seekers. But what's different about The Crossing is that these refugees are from our own future. When 500 bodies wash up on a beach in Port Canaan, Washington, the only 47 survive. It's not long before the sheriff realizes that they're not from around here. They tell of a future where not only is time travel possible and dangerous, but one which is being torn apart by war. Oh, and one of the survivors is, well, different. She has powers, 
So it's part political, part sci-fi. It looks like kind of a perfect balance between both. And it's coming to us this year. So it's a little bit different. So let's give it a chance. Speaking of different, if you haven't already watched season one of Stranger Things, where the hell have you been? Get to Netflix and watch it now. Because Stranger Things Season 2 is coming October 27th. Thank you, Netflix, for giving us a Halloween surprise. That's right. Season 2 is going to be set a year after the events of the first season. And it's going to explore the ramification of Will's time in the Upside Down, as well as the encroaching supernatural events that continue to affect Hawkins. All the original cast are going to be returning alongside some new faces. So yes, Millie Bobby Brown is going to be present in some way or another as our teleconnectic 11. Though God only knows where she could possibly be after destroying herself along with the Demogorgon. Until then, there's a tirade of fan theories, cosplay, and art that will give you your fix for Stranger Things. It's coming. It's coming soon. Alright, since... You guys, trust me. I hope you'll trust me for this. We have got a new show called Dark that is going to be coming to Netflix. We don't know when, but it's going to be sometime in 2017. And, of course, speaking of last year's Netflix hit, one of their streaming service upcoming foreign language originals looks like it may be the new Stranger Things. Now, don't let the German subtitles put you off. Dark is set in the fictional town of Winden and follows the story of a missing boy and the lives of everybody involved. I know, sounds familiar, right? There's also a fantasy element to the show, too, with three different timelines involved. One in the 50s, one in the 80s, and one in the present day. I'm going to say the trailer, the trailer gave me chills, and it ends with a menacing voiceover which says, It's not who kidnapped the children, but when which is enough to make you at least want to watch the first few episodes. I don't know about about you, but I'm going to be there. I hope you're there too. All right, Renegade Nation, catch us next time. If you like this review or you've got a comment or you want to send us a like or post that comment, you know where to find us. You can even email me directly at NaughtyNicoleRenegadeTalk at gmail.com. You got a show, movie, or a book that you want me to review? Let me know. I'm not saying I'm going to. I will make fun of you and I will mock you, but it's very possible I might actually do the review as well. You never know. Send me an email. I'll let you know. See you next time on Renegade Reviews here on Renegade Talk Radio. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.